0: Welcome to the Tech and Maine Presents podcast with your host Sean St. Hill. Sean is the CEO of Tech and Maine, a technology consulting firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen in as thought leaders share their tips and insights about what's going on in the world of technology. And now, here's your host, Sean St. Hill.
1: Thank you for joining another episode of Tech and Main Presents, where we bring you the best insights from today's leaders and experts in technology. Today, we will be speaking with Shelly Archambault. Shelly is one of high tech's first female African American CEOs and has been featured frequently in Forbes, the New York Times, Business Insider, and more. Formerly an executive at IBM and CEO of Blockbuster.com, Shelly was recruited to be the CEO of a then-struggling Silicon Valley startup, which is now MetricStream, a recognized global leader in governance, risk, and compliance software solutions. She currently serves as a Fortune 500 board member and holds board seats at Verizon, Nordstrom, Roper Technologies, and Opter. She is also the author of Unapologetically Ambitious, Take Risks, Break Barriers, and Create Success on Your Own Terms, coming out on October 6th. Shelly, say hello to the Tech and Main Presents audience. Hello, everyone. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, Shelly, again, thank you so much for taking time to be with us. It is an honor to speak with you. Obviously, before we started, I was telling you that it feels like Christmas has come early um, because this is such a gift to be able to spend some time with you.
0: Well, thank you very much, Sean. I'm like I said, I'm really excited to have the conversation. So it should be fun.
1: Shelly, why don't we go ahead and have you share your background with our audience? Certainly. So
0: I am one of four. My parents were kind of crazy. They had four children in less than five years. And as a result, we grew up close but also very competitive. So I got that competitive gene very early in life. The other thing I got early in life was the clear message that the odds were not in my favor as a little black girl growing up in America in the 60s. And so it actually caused me to be very intentional about what I did, through frankly, for the rest of my life. So I took both those things, being competitive and being intentional, and set my sights on running a company one day. And sure enough, I did that. I started my career with IBM, started out in sales, got married early, had two kids while I was still in my 20s, and then built my career in technology, spending 14 years with IBM, ultimately getting to the point where I was the vice president and general manager for public sectors, responsible for all of Asia Pacific. There wasn't anyone who looked like me, higher than me in the company. And my boss reported to Lou Gerstner But it wasn't clear to me that I would actually make it to CEO of IBM, despite the fact that that was my aspiration. But I still wanted to be CEO. So I basically put a strategy in place. I left IBM, uh, got a couple of, I'll call it seat at the table jobs, president of blockbuster.com and then chief marketing officer and EVP of sales at two public companies, and then ultimately got hired to be CEO of what became MetricStream, a global leader in governance, risk, and compliance. And I serve on public boards, as you mentioned in my bio. I've been serving on boards now for over 16 years. And I'm currently advising companies, as you know, writing the book, et cetera, and trying to share wisdom so that other people can also achieve their aspirations.
1: Oh, Shelley, that's great. And I love the fact that you mentioned that you set out early on and literally achieved every mile marker on that journey and what an inspiration that is for our listeners.
0: Well, thank you. You know, my, the real reason I, I wrote the book, Sean, is not because being an author was ever a goal of mine. It, it wasn't. And I'm very goal-oriented. But I decided that, you know, speaking at events, trying to be responsive, which I've always tried to be, I still wasn't able to get my message, the sharing, you know, the learnings, the encouragement, the inspiration out to as many as I was trying to reach. So I wrote the book to try to reach more people at scale and share strategies, approaches, techniques, even some hacks on how to improve your odds, how to improve your odds that you can also achieve what you want out of life professionally, but also personally. Because frankly, we're just one person. (laughs) We're not two different people, a professional Shelly and a personal Shelly. No, I am just Shelly. And I wanted to be able to share some of those with others because it really, really bothers me that so many people, but especially women and people of color,
1: don't get the opportunity to contribute to even half their capability. I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about the mantra that we often hear in corporations today where you are told to bring your whole self, but the reality is you actually end up bringing your personal self and you leave that in the parking garage or in the parking lot and then you change hats and you put on the professional self. And I love how you said you're not two different Shelleys, you're one Shelly. And so I hope that resonates with our audience. You are one person and you bring your entire self, your entire humanity, wherever you are, whether that's work with friends or wherever you find yourself. Indeed. Well, great. So Shelly, share with our audience, what has you most excited about your daily work? You're into a lot of things, but what would you say has you the most excited?
0: I'll be candid. This phase of my life, my two priorities are impact and inspiration. And I pick those two things because that's what actually gets me excited. Being able to have an impact, whether it's on companies through the boards I serve, it's on people through some of the mentoring, coaching things that I do and or just sharing points of view. You know, if you follow me on LinkedIn or if you attend my ask me anything sessions, I try very hard to give and to share. And if I can inspire, it gets me that definitely gets me excited. It's interesting of all the things that I've done in my career what I'm most proud of are the number of people who have gone on to do amazing things. People who have worked for me, who are now CEOs, who are now starting their own companies, right? Who are now running big operations at other companies. I mean, to me, that is what excites me the most. And so the time that I'm spending now, I'm just trying to frankly impact and inspire others because we have so much talent, as I said, that sometimes goes to waste. And that's ridiculous.
1: I couldn't agree more. Impact and inspiration. Those are two phenomenal concepts. And thank you for sharing that with our audience. How exactly did you get involved in technology?
0: Actually, it was a very conscious decision. I had heard along the way that if you pick an industry that's growing to build your career in, then companies within that industry will also be growing. And growing companies and growing industries have the best opportunities for personal and professional growth because they tend to always be short on resource because they're growing. So therefore you tend to get the opportunity if you're good to get more and more responsibility faster. And I started off the conversation by saying, I'm ambitious, I'm competitive. So therefore I picked technology because back in the eighties when I was getting going with my career, technology was the big growing industry. The good news is it still is.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so Shelly, I want to follow up on that because we've been following your career. You've achieved so much. CEO of Metric Stream. You sit on public boards. People look up to you. And frankly, you are an inspiration to women and to people of color. How does it feel to be an inspiration to folks?
0: I would say two ways. So one, you know, frankly, it feels good. If the things that I've done and the accomplishments that I've had help others in some way, make it a little bit easier, right? For the next person coming across or to at least give people the, the visual view that, oh, if Shelly can do it, and I'm just like Shelly, right? I grew up in a family. I did this, right? Then I can do it. So from that standpoint, right? That, that feels good because it's all about, frankly, all of us, right? In terms of rising through. In other ways, It actually puts a lot more, should I say, responsibility on my shoulder because I feel very fortunate that so many people have helped me along the way. Nobody gets to the levels that I've gotten to or to the types of roles that I've held all by themselves. There are a lot of people that have helped, supported, opened doors, whatever it might be, kicked you in the butt when you needed it, right, along the way to help you get there. So the fact that I've done it just compels me to be able to share and help others. And that's why, whether it's writing the book, right, or it's doing podcasts or writing articles and blogs and whatever, I am just trying to share with others. So that's what I mean when I say responsibility.
1: Oh, that's, that's great. And so speaking of the book. Shelley, unapologetically ambitious. I was mentioning to you before we actually started recording how I found the book to be very transparent. I won't you know, ruin um, the content for, for our future readers, but I, I will say that the book was very much a business book, practical tips and hacks on how to be strategic and how to advance in your career. But you were also very intimate and shared how you grew up and how your life unfolded. And one of the things I want our listeners to understand is, obviously, Shelley is an African-American woman, and so she's writing the book from that lens. But the book is certainly not specific to the Black or African-American experience. This is a book that speaks to all of us and to our humanity. And I just wanted to share that ahead of um, having you tell us why you wrote the book.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Sean, because, yes, the audience that I had in mind were, frankly, professionals who have aspirations, who have goals in terms of trying to help and support them. And I have always tried to be very open and candid. Part of the other reason for writing the book is there are too many examples of people that you hear them speak Or, you know, and you only hear for a few minutes, just like you know, on a podcast. And it sounds like, oh, their career was perfect, right? They took step one, step two, step three, and bam, they're CEO. Wow. No, it doesn't happen that way. (laughs) It doesn't. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on, right, in between. And so I wanted to actually share that because we're all human. We all have issues and problems and challenges and tragedies and all of those things. And it's not a matter of not having them it's a matter of how do you respond when you do have them. And so I wanted to share so people could see the more of the reality, um, if you will, how to make the sausage, not just the sausage at the end. (laughs) So anyway, so that was part of it. But yes, as I said earlier, I really wrote the book because I have tried throughout my career to be responsive, Sean. I respond. Somebody sends me an email, a text, a LinkedIn message, right? Instagram, whatever it is. I try to respond and I always have because I wanted people to be able to touch me because if they can touch me that I'm real. I'm real. I'm down to earth and therefore they can actually be me because they can relate. But as I got more and more responsibility in my career, I still responded. I still made time to do that, but I couldn't always meet with all the people that wanted to meet for the oh, the phone call to hear my story or get the advice on this, et cetera. And I thought, you know, one day I'm gonna actually write it down so that I can share with people, right, what it it was. So I'll still respond, but if I can't meet because of all the requirements on my time, at least I have a way of sharing the information. So that's why I wrote the book. And the title, which just tends to be the very next question, so why did you pick that title? Well, I knew I wanted ambition in the title. Because too often we are told that we are ambitious and it's not a compliment. So I wanted to let people know that, oh, we all deserve, we all deserve to be ambitious if we want to be ambitious. And so ambitious, absolutely wanted in there. And the unapologetic piece, well, what spawned that was just a conversation with friends as we were brainstorming and talking about the whole thing that women apologize so much. And I said, you know, I think women are, we're born to apologize because yes, we apologize when we're wrong. Right. Which is only like 10% of the time we apologize, but all the rest of it is to just make things better, to let people know, we understand, we care, we're empathetic. We want people to feel better. You know, we use it kind of like salt or ketchup. You just sprinkle it on and makes things better. (laughs) So, um, so it all just clicked with me. And I said, you know what? Ambition, unapologetically ambitious. That's, what I want the title to be because I want everyone to feel and know that they have a right to their ambition and to give them tools and examples for how to actually manifest that ambition
1: into results. Well great. And honestly Shelly, it's a it's a phenomenal title. And I wanted you to share with our audience what would you say are some of the key take home lessons from the book?
0: Sure. So first is own your career. Own your career. You know, you wouldn't spend $2,000 for an airline ticket, pack up your bags, get on the plane, load them up, fasten your seatbelt, and then look at the pilot and say, so where are we going, right? I mean, you wouldn't do that. But as professionals, we do it all the time. We spend all this time and effort on our education, on training, on preparation, right, for our roles and our jobs. And then we show up at companies And then we leave it in their hands to decide what the next job should be. What skills do I need to develop? Where is it? I mean, we just abdicate the responsibility. And if it's not to our companies, to our mentors or to our bosses or, and I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to own our careers. We're the only ones that can optimize for ourselves. We know ourselves better than anybody else. We know what our aspirations are, right? So number one, own your career. And I talk about things to do to try to make that happen. I guess the second big message by being hopefully open and transparent is to say, it's not easy. And that's okay. It's all about making trade-offs and deciding how you're going to respond to things that happen. Because things happen. And I talk about that too. You know, I touch on imposter syndrome, which I still face. And I've faced my entire career and I know a lot of people do and we don't talk about it all that much. So I talk about dealing with it and living with imposter syndrome and still being positive and and successful. Goodness, I talk about choices and trade-offs that I made and how I thought about them and what framework I use to make decisions. Because I believe you can do anything you want in life. You just can't do it all at the same time. So how you manage that, right? And work through it. So there are a lot of of lessons, a lot of lessons in the book.
1: Oh, that's great. And of course, on October 6th, people will be able to avail themselves of the book and and learn some of what you've just been sharing with us. So Shelly, there's a book written about a gentleman that you're very familiar with. It's called The Trillion Dollar Coach. And it's about one of your mentors, Bill Campbell. And for those in the listening audience that aren't familiar with Bill Campbell, Bill Campbell is a legend in Silicon Valley. He was a board member at Apple, um, former CEO at Intuit, and mentor to many of the names that are well-known, like yours, in Silicon Valley. But I was curious to find out, how did you first meet Bill Campbell?
0: Yes, I met Bill Campbell at, the company was called LoudCloud at the time, ultimately became Opsware, but it was a company that Ben Horowitz and Mark Andreessen founded. And Bill Campbell was on the board of directors. And a coach to Ben Horowitz, so I met him because, as the Chief Marketing officer and then EVP of Sales, I presented to the board on a regular basis, and so I got a chance to know Bill. I really liked him, and he he was really fantastic, so I worked on adopting Bill and by the way, I talk about mentors and how to adopt mentors in the book as well, but I honestly, I think he adopted me right back so over time, I was very fortunate that he became, even when I moved on from LoudCloud to become CEO of MetricStream, Metric he mentored and supported me there as well. But he was, he was terrific. And the reason the book is called Trillion Dollar Coach is because he coached the CEOs that built companies that ultimately created trillions of dollars of value. So that's where the name Trillion Dollar Coach comes from. So he was pretty
1: amazing. Oh, that's great. And so... Shelly, what would you say is the best advice Bill gave you?
0: You know, it wasn't necessarily brand new advice, but it was advice that he really drove home. And that was, at the end of the day, it's all about your people Mm -hmm. and your people need to know that you care. And you know what? Everything that he did and everything that he coached about and support, et cetera, that was the kernel of his belief. You know, his belief that is that you need to care about your people. They need to know that you care. And then everything else stems from there. You know, how you manage, how you make decisions, how you communicate, how you run one-on-ones, how you do, but it's all based upon that, that kernel. And I believe that. And that was absolutely my approach.
1: That's great. Well, Shelley, what I'd like to do now is actually ask you some personal questions Okay. Find out a little more about Shelly and some of the things that are favorites of yours. And so the first question would be, what is your favorite musician or band?
0: You know, it's interesting. I don't necessarily have, here's like my all-time favorite. I tend to have, go through periods of favorites. So right now, Dave Kaz, Smooth Jazz, actually is what I'm, I'm playing a lot right now.
1: That's a great answer. And how about a favorite hobby or pastime?
0: It's all around food. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy entertaining with food. I actually run a gourmet dinner club. I enjoy eating out at fancy restaurants and trying very different things. So I enjoy creating recipes. So for me, it's food.
1: So anything food related. There you go. Great. And how about a favorite vacation spot?
0: Mm, now this one's a hard one because I like trying new things. So I rarely go back to the same places. So I don't really have, here's a favorite. My whole focus is I like traveling places and learning a new culture, you know, a new geography, a new region. So whatever the new next place is, is going to be my new next favorite.
1: Who do you find to be innovative that you're following?
0: You know, I don't know it's so much a Person as it's an area. So, right now, I'm very focused on 5G and what 5G will be able to do to help, frankly, drive innovation around the world. I think we're going to see tremendous impact on just how things like healthcare is provided, especially to far flung places. And by the way, I'm not even just talking like places in Africa and Asia and South America. I mean, far from places in the U.S. There are lots of regions of the U.S. where there's like one doctor for hundreds of thousands of people. So the ability to do remote training, the ability, I think 5G is just going to have a chance to truly change and create amazing innovations in just a number of different industries and areas. So right now, that's the area that a lot of time focused on.
1: Shelly, we've come to the end of our time together, but before we go, I wanted to ask you one last question. And this would be us jumping in the time machine and going back to 18 year old Shelly. What would the Shelly of today tell her 18 year old self?
0: 18 year old, I would, she's just going off to college. I would tell her to work a little less. I had A couple of jobs while I was going through college, work a little less and spend a bit more time building relationships. That's probably one of the things I look back on and say, "Mm, I really missed that opportunity. Not that I didn't have friends, I did, but I didn't really spend the time and effort developing a broad base of friendships at college because I was working so much. So that's one of the things I would tell her. The other thing I would tell her is don't take yourself so seriously you have a lot of capability. And sometimes I think I took myself so seriously that I didn't pause in those early points to actually stop and smell the roses along the way as much as I should have. So those are probably the two messages.
1: Okay, great. Well, I think that's wonderful advice for your 18-year-old self or really anyone that's out in our listening audience. And so, Shelley, again, thank you so much for the gift of your time. Of course, we will post all of your social media links in the show notes. We'll also have the link to the book, Unapologetically Ambitious. And so with that, Shelley, thank you so much. And um, it's really been an honor.
0: Well, thank you very much. And let your followers and listeners know that you can connect with me on LinkedIn, just reference this show. And Follow me on Instagram, et cetera. I try to continue to put out thoughts, inspiration, et cetera.
1: Well, again, Shelly, thank you so much. And to our audience, Tech & Main Presents family, thank you as always for listening. And be sure to tune in next time when we will have another technology expert share their wisdom. Goodbye for now.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Tech & Main Presents. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends, and thanks for being a part of the Tech and Main Presents community.